Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Sainidas and his wife Ramo served the Guru Hargobind, how the Guru blessed them with a pure heart, from which arose out wisdom, Gyan, which destroyed all attachment and doubt about reality of the world. All of their association with their body was destroyed, and they experienced great bliss of the divine. So that's how chapter 36 concludes. Chapter 37 now begins describing how Guru Hargobind was staying in Duroli with all the family, how the expecting wife of the Guru, Mata Damodri, was awaiting the birth of the Guru's firstborn, the younger wife of the Guru, Mata Nanaki, with the love of her husband in her heart, would day and night serve and help out the elder wife, Mata Damodri. Mata Gangaji was there as well, happy to be back in the presence of her son, Guru Hargobind, and seeing him brought her so much joy. She too was keeping a close eye on the daughter-in-law, Mata Damodri, to make sure she was well. She would help out and make sure that Damodri had everything that uh, she needed, she had no problems. Meanwhile, Guru Hargobind would hold court sessions, divans, outside. And when people from that area heard, they all came to attend. All the villages around Duroli, when they heard about the news, when they heard about the beautiful praise of the Guru, people who weren't even sick, they came and instilling the teachings of the Guru in their heart, they were in such bliss. They became servants of the Guru and had all of their desires fulfilled when they placed down offerings in front of the Guru. Guru Hargobind would continue to hold these sessions for some time and slowly, slowly, people in all around that area began to adopt Sikhi and would contemplate on the true name of the divine, Satnam. A great amount of people from that area were in such bliss as a result. And in this way, some time passed until it was time when the Guru's child was ready to take birth. Mata Ganga was always there ready to serve and help out her daughter-in-law, the Modri. It was just the beginning of the winter season. It was the month of Katak, which usually falls in between October and November. It was a beautiful full moon. Astrologically, it was the time of the Nishatar, an auspicious time, according to Vedic astrology. And it was right around midnight when the moon was at its brightest that the beautiful baby boy was born. When Mata Ganga heard about the birth, she was just overjoyed. Servants were coming in and out and going around with such happiness, spreading the news. Everyone was getting together items uh, to announce and to celebrate this great news. Everyone was talking to each other about the news and the entire family was so happy. Guru Hargobind also heard the news late that night. But it was in the morning when the sounds, the bells, the drums started to sound off to announce the great news to the city, to the village. All the beggars around that area heard the news, heard the sounds, and they came running. Guru Hargobind told Jetha there, he said, listen, go take some money and distribute it all out to the unfortunate to the beggars who have come here. So Jirtha took all the money and went to one spot. He called all the, the beggars over and made them also happy. In front of the house where Mata Dumodri gave birth, they were hijras, basically a group of eunuchs, intersex, transgender persons who came there to dance. Countless people looking at them dance were just delighted. There were small drums, dolki, there were large bells, small bells on their ankles. 
they were clapping while dancing in uh, a circle. The families put flowers all over the doors uh, of the houses to mark the fortunate occasion uh, of the firstborn being uh, born. All the women now were getting together, congratulating each other and singing songs together. Mata Ganga heard all of this and she was just overjoyed. Whatever the traditions that they had in their household, they also completed that as well. And the women there helped out and gave support to make sure all of them were completed successfully. Saindas at that point, he came in as well and gave great amounts of wealth for the donations. His wife, Ramo, was just imbued in this sense of excitement and enjoyment. She was congratulating Mata Ganga and Guru Hargobind as well. So this is how the celebrations were taking place there in Diroli. There were just countless, ever-flowing stream of charity going out to the less fortunate there to mark the occasions. The beggars from all around that area were coming as well. They were singing the praises of the Guru, saying, Guru Hargobind, the great son of Guru Arjan Dev Ji, who came from the great lineage of Guru Ramdas, the Sodhis, who remains detached, yet drenched in wealth, the great warrior Guru and master of the world. What is Indra, the god of heaven, in front of Guru Hargobind? The Guru is giving out endless amounts of charity. And to the Sikh congregation, he's cutting away all their bondage to this world of life and death. To the less fortunate, He's giving out great amounts of charity to everyone. He's supporting everyone in that entire area. So this is how they were praising the Guru, that he was a great giver of charity, uh, and how that they were marking the birth of their son by giving out uh, this great amount of wealth. Meanwhile, the young boy was now being taken care of. Mata Ganga was just staring at her grandson. So on the sixth day after birth, uh, they did the traditions of their family, a specific family ceremony involving uh, placing some rice and, and distributing it. Uh, all the women then were also receiving massive amounts of prashad. On the 13th day after birth, family did other traditions, uh, which that uh, family lineage usually did. Everyone looking at the ceremonies and celebrations were loving it. They were just uh, enjoying it so much. When about a month and a half had passed, Guru Hargobind then proclaimed that the boy be named Gurditta. The boy was brought by all the servants and nurses to Guru Hargobind. He looked at his firstborn and he gave him so much love. He was caressing the young Gurditta's head and said, The true Guru, Guru Arjan Devji, has given us such a beautiful son. That's why we're keeping your name as Gurditta, meaning given by the Guru. So the poet here, the author Sitok Singh steps aside from the story and says that some people have said that Gurditta was the avatar, the incarnation of Guru Nanak. But this should not be said. This is not praised. Understand this to be incorrect. But I'll explain to you why people have said this in the past. So please listen with love. So this is uh, in the future now when one day Guru Hargoban meets with uh, the son of Guru Nanak, who's still alive, Siddhi Chand. Guru Hargobind pays respect to Siddhi Chand, being the son of Guru Nanak, and he, he bows down. Siddhi Chand looks at him and says, How many sons do you have, Guru Hargobind? You who have become the, the Guru of the entire world. The powerful Guru Hargobind, with respect, he claps his hands together and says, With your grace, Siddhi Chand, I've had five sons. 
Sidi Chantan laughs at this point and says, Well, are you not going to give anything to the house of the Baba of Guru Nanak? Will you keep all of them in your house? Are you afraid of being separated from them? Guru Hargobind said in great humility, We will give according to your will. We desire that everything we have to be of use to you. You are the son of the first Guru, Guru Nanak, whose glory has spread across the entire world. Siddhi Chan heard this and responded saying, Are you really saying that with respect or are you just saying that? Guru Hargobind responded saying, Yes, it's true. So Guru Hargobind then went home. He got his eldest son, Gurdatta. He dressed him up in the finest of new clothes, with jewelry, with weapons strapped on him. And he took him along and he went back to where Siddhi Chand was seated. And Guru Hargobind said, Look, here is my eldest son. He is now yours. I offer him in front of you. All the other sons of mine, they are your servants as well. And if you desire them, I'll bring them to you right now. Anything I have is yours. This is forever been and will be my mindset. So Siddhi Chand heard this and he was delighted. He said, blessed, blessed are you. This is why you've become so great. We are so happy with you. You are truly deserving of the great praise which you receive. If you desire anything from us, then please ask for a blessing. There's nothing in our house that we won't give to you. Guru Hargobind heard this and said, Give then whatever you think is the best. If you are so graceful upon us, then give us the best thing. There is no one as generous as you. So Siddhithan then he thought about this carefully. And then he replied saying, Well, you already have the greatest gift of all. The great glory of Guru Nanak's throne. But all I have is this Seli Topi I wear, this hat that I wear. All my companions recognize this. Everything else has come into your house. In this world and the next is your Raj, your kingdom. So I'll give my Topi, my hat to your son. This is my blessing. This is my Bakshish, which will be known in the world. All the Mahants, all the great ascetics, the renunciates will become obedient to this topi, this hat, worn by Gurdatta. No one will be equal to it. Everyone will respect from all corners of the world will respect this position. And hundreds of thousands of people will take up this form, this dress, this appearance that I am dressed in. And there will be countless others who are renunciates who will follow this path and will remain naked as well. This path, this pant, will expand and will be greatly respected, to which there will be no equivalent, all of which coming from the power of my austerities, my tapasya. So the best of items I have given your son. I'm over a hundred years old now, but my father's glory has come into your house, the Sordis now as well. Whoever was with me, whoever followed my path, they are now with you as well. So with this, Siddhi Chan then placed this topi, this hat, over to Gurita, placed it on his head, so the topi here is symbolic of the leader of the Odasi group, a group of Sikh ascetics, renunciates, who prior to modern time uh, were very much part of the broader Sikh community. And here uh, we are hearing of the origin story of how Gurdatta then becomes uh, or takes the mantle after Sirichan to carry on this Odasi tradition and how Sirichan is now associating the Odasi tradition within the family of the Guru as well. The Topi being symbolic again 
of the leadership of this group. So back to the story, Sri Chandan says, Oh Gurudatta, you have become of the Baba now. And your four brothers, well, they are of the Guru. So this is how Sri Chandan spoke with great love to Gurudatta. And that's why people call Gurudatta Baba Gurudatta. The Baba associated with Baba Nanak from the blessing that Sri Chand gave to Gurudatta. The exalted Guru Nanak was known in the world beautifully as Baba Nanak. No other Guru was called by Baba. They were all called by the word Guru. But after this blessing, all the Sodis and everyone came to know Gurudatta as Baba Gurudatta. That is why we call Baba Gurudatta, Baba Gurudatta. Why would it be related to Gurudatta being the avatar, the incarnation of Guru Nanak? For one, these people who say that have not read or heard the entire history of the, all the Gurus, nor have they enshrined that in their heart. Secondly, if you think about the truth of this, the nine other Gurus sat on the throne of Guru Nanak, and has anybody said that they are the avatar, the incarnation of Guru Nanak? If we think about Baba Gurudatta as the avatar of Guru Nanak, then what about the rest of the nine Gurus? That is why this is just false and should not be thought of, should not be said. Whoever first started this saying did not think about this properly and it caught on and people started saying it and for these reasons you shouldn't say it. Everybody calls Gurudatta Baba Gurudatta, but they haven't really heard the true story of why he got that title from Sirichan. So think about this carefully, O fellow wise and astute six. So Guru Hargobind's firstborn, Baba Gurudatta was born and the entire family was overjoyed by it. They were in such bliss. Mata Gangaji was just so happy. Morning and evening time, she would just constantly cuddle, caress the young baby. And in this way, the family spent some time there in Dololi. Guru Hargobind was just overjoyed with the birth of his first son. So this is how chapter 37 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about their stay in Duroli for some time. They spent several months there. And we're also going to hear a story about Baba Buddhaji. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglacharan Patreon page. Guru Arjun Sahib, the man of power, may Allah Jabe. Sir, 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 S